Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone. This is Devin Thorpe, your host for the Your Mark on the World show, and we're producing the show this afternoon for Good Crowd Info, and we're excited to have a crowdfunding expert from New York University Stern School to talk about crowdfunding and the interesting question of the impact of anonymizing donor data uh, on a crowdfunding site and the impact that that has on donations on a crowdfunding campaign. This is so important. Uh, our guest today is Dr. Aninja Goes. Uh, Aninja, thank you so much for being with us today. This is really an interesting topic. Uh, thank you for having me, Devin. This is a pleasure. Well, I, I, I want to hold off on, on having you tell us what the answer is. Mm -hmm. And first, I want you to explain the question. What is the question you were seeking to answer in your research? Right. So the question that we are trying to answer in our research is, how does giving people controls over privacy in crowdfunding platforms affect their propensity to make donations. In other words, when we look at privacy, we look at people's propensity to hide their names or the amount that they're donating. And um, I should mention, this is joint work with two of my colleagues, uh, Gordon Birch at the University of Minnesota and Sunil Watala at Temple University. And we, the three of us have been working on this space for a number of years now. And Tell us a little bit about the, the process you used for answering this question because right. I, I don't don't share the math with me because I won't get it. I know all the listeners that are listening they would get the math, but don't embarrass me by by giving me the math. But please, sure. please tell sure. us a little bit about your process. Okay. How you figured this out? Sure. So the the, the genesis of this project was the idea that in, in the world of finance, venture capital financing, there's been a lot of discussion about how informal venture investors often desire anonymity. Okay? And there are a number of reasons for why they desire anonymity. Um, but when we take that venture financing to the crowdfunding space, which happens obviously on the internet, then you're talking about actual traceability. And this is notable because there's a relatively recent trend in which online platforms are now offering users you know, more control, more granular control over how and when their information is actually presented. And this gives people the option of either hiding their name or hiding the amount that they're donating or both. Okay. Now, the trade-off here is not, you know, there's been some research in privacy that shows that giving people access to these controls can be really useful, can have some benefits. But they're not necessarily always beneficial because sometimes anonymous behavior can be even worse. For example, people may actually lower the contributions to public goods um, you know, when their names are not fully disclosed by choice or inadvertently. Okay? And so we wanted to examine this question in a real-world setting. Um, you know, one, one, one could do this in a laboratory setting, but what happens with survey research or lab settings is uh, you know, there are many other factors that are not really controlled for. And the disadvantage of doing this in a survey or archival analysis, you could end up with selection biases. You know, only people of a certain kind will self-select to opt into the survey. 
we want to do this in a real-world field setting, and that's where we got in touch with one of the largest crowdfunding platforms in the world. Um, we're not allowed to disclose the name, but you know, it, it's, it's unequivocally in the top three of the world's largest crowdfunding platforms. It's a global platform, um, and the original data set we had had literally you know billions of observations. But when we, we ran, a, we designed and executed, um, along with them, a controlled field experiment. And when we looked at 150,000 campaigns here, okay. and the, the, the idea is, in the, in the execution of the experiment was, when people are about to make a decision on how much to donate, we have two choices where we can filter out that decision. We can present them with privacy controls before they are actually making a decision of payment, or we can present them with those privacy controls after they've already made a decision on how much to uh, give. Yeah. And so the, the way to think about this, we had a test group where people would actually first decide whether they want to conceal their name and the amount or both. So for example, you're John Doe, you give $20, you can decide to conceal the name or the amount of both, and then decide how much to give. Or we would have a control group, that was the test group, the control group would be that the crowdfunders actually first decides to contribute, makes the payment, and then we give them an option of, do you want to disclose your name or amount or hide them? So that was the setup. And now, now that you've presented with us with the question and how you came about finding the answer, what did you learn? What is the answer? How right. does anonymity impact donations? Right. So we looked at over a 14-day period, we looked at uh, 128,000 users you know, over these uh, several hundred thousand campaigns. And what we saw is that there was actually two things, two very interesting things going on. First, by presenting people with these controls before they make the payment, that actually increases the propensity for people to engage with the platform. In other words, there are more people who are likely to make donations. However, the amount per donation actually is tempered down. That goes down. And what happens is basically when people are presented with the choice of you know, um, concealing their name or amount of both, they essentially worry about the publicity effect. They are worried about the fact that if the donations are public, people would recognize who they are and how much they're giving, so they temper their donations. But on the other hand, what also happens is the combination of increased probability of giving along with a decrease in the actual transaction amount still leads to an increased revenue for the platform. So overall, the purveyor of the platform actually benefits because even though there's one negative effect, which is the amount per transaction, and one positive effect, which is the frequency of transaction, overall the effect is very positive. In fact, there's a 13% increase in crowdfunding campaign donations. We find that um, even though there's a 6.31% so increase in conversion rate, there's a 15% decrease in natural contribution because of the publicity effect, but overall, there's a $4.54 or a 13% increase in overall contributions. That's really a remarkable conclusion and great insight. I mean, if you're trying to raise money on a crowdfunding platform today, it really means, A, you want to find a platform where uh, the donors can be anonymous, and you want to make sure they have that anonymous option 
uh, flagged if, if there's a choice there so that people can choose to be anonymous because you will get more money. Yes, in fact, um, you know, one of the key findings is by presenting people with these, you know, we were worried about two things, that all these privacy controls, are they going to prime people and scare them away? So sometimes when people see these questions about privacy, that can prime the whole idea in their mind, it can scare them away, and they might actually just stop engaging with the platform. But what we find is that's not necessarily true. They, in fact, engage more, they get more comfortable with it. The only downside is that, yes, they give less per transaction. But as long as overall the revenues are higher for the campaign as well as for the purveyor of the platform, it's great news. So I agree that as, you know, uh, if I'm uh, uh, trying to raise money, trying to figure out which platform to go to, there's an advantage in going with a platform that has these options for investors. It's re really uh, an interesting conclusion. Of course, looking at the data, it's hard for you to parse or discern intention, motivation, but what do you think is driving the behaviors that you see? Right, so I think, you know, basically, you know, presenting privacy controls early, that basically ends up priming this whole idea in their mind, that there is something to be concerned about. You know, before any of, this, any of these platforms had that option, people would essentially not pro probably even consider the issue of anonymity. They'll go out there, reveal who they are, donate the money, and move on. Now platforms are saying, well, you know, we'll give it that option. So priming privacy concerns becomes one reason. The other causal reason is many crowdfunding investors actually don't want the publicity that can happen with extreme contributions. So the reason they temper their amounts down if these privacy controls are presented to them before is because they worry about publicity effects. You know, they don't want other campaigners to come to them and say, hey, can you also donate to my campaign? Because if your name is revealed and you are way off from the mean, right, then it's, it's, everybody knows that you are willing and able to give a lot of money to these campaigns. So it's possible that other campaign uh, you know, creators will reach out to and solicit funding from you. And that's part of the reason why people like to temper down these uh, donations. It would seem to me, though, that if they give less when they choose to be anonymous, that what's going on is they're taking advantage of the privacy so that they are not being seen as stingy, right? They're making smaller donations. They're giving right. $10 instead of $20 and thinking, well, at least no one will know I'm a cheapskate. Yeah, so in fact, they, you know, it should cut, cut both ways, right? So they decide <clears throat> not to give too high or too low, right? The reason, basically we find that they are regressing towards the mean. And yes, part of the reason is you don't want other people to also see you're a cheapskate. So you can be identified as a cheapskate or you can be identified as the next big, you know, Warren Buffet or Bill Gates. And right. you're either one of them. So those are the causal mechanisms, what's going on in people's mind. The, clearly, the, those that are the Bill Gates types are probably giving when they wouldn't have given the, and that may be where the overall bias comes from, where the cheapskates are taking advantage of anonymity to give right. lower donations. Exactly, yeah. So again, for the purview of the platform, as long as the overall effect is net positive, and which we find that the net effect of delayed presentation of privacy controls is actually positive, it's still great news for both the campaign creator and the purveyor of this platform. So, so overall, this is great news for crowdfunding, very positive and encouraging news for crowdfunding platforms to be able to offer these options to uh, users.
Well, Aninjo, give us some sense of how you wish people would engage with you. There will be some people who are watching this who are going to want to drill down on the research. They're going to want to learn more. They're going to want to interact with you. How do you want people to follow up with you? Yeah, one of the things we are very keen on, all three of us, God, Sunil, and I are very keen on is, you know, following up with studies comparing the effects of mobile versus PC, right? We are increasingly moving into a world where people are, you know, uh, browsing on the web using smartphones and, and tablets as opposed to PCs. One of the things, when it comes to privacy and, you know, anonymity issues, you know, mobile often has this fear that, you know, um, my data is very easily disclosed and, you know, everybody who's on the smartphone, their, their data is very easy to get their hands on. We want to also understand the differences between how people behave on smartphones. Are these issues, are they going to be even further reinforced on a smartphone as opposed to when they are, uh, you know, using a PC? That's one. The other is we'd love to, you know, try uh, the same set of studies or a similar set of questions on other platforms with other product categories. You know, this particular platform is one of the world's largest one, but it focuses on a specific set of projects. You know, um, and as, as crowdfunding gets into other areas, like equity crowdfunding, we are very, very interested, and we have an, an, an ongoing project on trying to look at investor behavior and entrepreneur behavior in equity crowdfunding. And I think in equity crowdfunding, the issues of privacy and anonymity become even more important because now you actually own a piece of the stock of the company that you are funding. So we also love to collaborate with other you know, platforms and startups who are in the space on some of these questions. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, Aninjo, thank you very much for your time today. I, I wish you success in following up on this research and hope you'll be back in touch when you have new exciting findings as you've done with us in the past. Sure. Well, thank you again for having me, Devin. I'd love to come back anytime you think it's interesting to just let us know. All righty. Let's do some good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.